0: It did it well that was the other thing because um, they can pump out the animated movies you know much cheaper much quicker um, and there are you know there's a there's a crap ton of Marvel uh, animated movies out there that are you know lukewarm at best um, with the story the characters the animation but this one like they they know kidding like took the time with the story the script you know animating it tying everything together uh, the music but uh, I think I think that's one of the good things that like DC and Marvel are kind of using is I think in the past like ten years they've kind of come more to the realization of like the comics have been doing this you know for decades they have been doing this they've been doing it well multiple story arcs multiple character ch- you know story changes and all that stuff uh, they've been doing it they have you know gone down an avenue and been like oh well that that didn't get a good review that sucked well guess what that you know that arc's gone. And I think um, like DC and Marvel are starting to realize that like, you know, you don't necessarily have to go straight with what's canon. You potentially like go down this route of you know, okay, let's let's ditch Peter Parker, still a part of the story, but ditch him, and we got a new main character now that we're setting up uh, for you know potentially a second movie. It sounds like, which is great.
1: Welcome back to Blood, Sweat, and Popcorn. John here. Marvel and Sony hit it out of the park with this wonderful surprise. Spider Man Into the Spider Verse was a film I was blown away by. It was so much fun and so original, and it was just beautiful to look at. My pal Drew stops by as we both just gush over this amazing animated achievement. If you like what you hear and you dig this episode, go follow us at BSP Film Podcast on Instagram and Twitter. Spoilers ahead, so you've been warned grab your can of spray paint, lace up your shoes, and join us on a leap of faith into Spider-Man, into the Spider-Verse. Surely you can't be serious. I am serious, Now don't call me Shirley. They call a shark, not the shark.
0: Gentlemen, you can't fight in here. This is
1: the war room. Wake up. We're at tonight's entertainment. Get some serious gourmet. Shoot! I'm funny how? I mean funny like I'm a clown. Like. <laughs> you gonna do something or just stand there and bleed as that for a slice of fried gold?
0: Here's Johnny!
1: Three, two, one. But yeah, I'm going to probably invest in something newer because these microphones are fine, but like, mm-hmm. like they're sensitive. Yeah. And then also it's like... Um, well, I don't have a studio, obviously. Yeah. But there are microphones they sell that are more directional. This is stuff like if if you were to drop something over there, it would pick it up very, yeah, very oh, yeah. loudly. Can... Yeah, it's so it's so loud. They're so sensitive. Mm-hmm. I mean, but they're good. They work for you know the, the blue microphones. Yeah, the Yeti Blue is what they're called. And uh, I don't know. So anyway, we're continuing our. Uh, conversation. I have Drew back in the Not studio What's up? With me. (laughs) And yeah, Blood, Sweat, and Popcorn. We're back again. We're talking, uh, we're continuing our our discussion on um, animated films. You know, lesser people would call them cartoons, but uh, we know better. Yep. Um, Now, we talked about DC. We're going to do some Marvel. So we're going to talk about uh, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. And yeah, I really like this one. This one was a pleasant surprise. I I, uh, I saw the poster for it and, like, they just made a Spider-Man movie. I, I didn't know what it was about. Yep. And on a whim, I took my da- daughter to go see this film. And we were both blown away. I didn't know it was an animated film. I knew, I knew nothing about this film at all. And what I discovered was there was way more to Spider-Man's lore that has come out in the last decade that myself and probably the public at large wasn't really... Aware of, yep. Like the character of Miles Mor- Morales was a character that has been around for the time about eight years, mm-hmm. but had never been featured in a prominent, yep, uh, um, medium like like film. So, so this one, unlike Flashpoint Paradox that dealt with uh, different timelines, this one is multi is the Spider Verse yep. multiverse. So it's all these different universes where Spider Man is this different iteration of the same character. You know, but it's different. so, but in this timeline, the main story's timeline, we have Miles Morales, who's just your everyday kid, living in Brooklyn. Dad's a cop. Mom's a, a Latino. She's from uh, Puerto Rican. She's Puerto Rico, Puerto Rican descent. Mm-hmm. And, and so that was a big thing, especially these days, you know, diversity is such a hot topic issue now. Yep, absolutely. And, um, when you, I remember at the, well, reading about this this character when it came out, like it was it was some people were criticizing, like, "Oh, Spider-Man is Peter Parker, like that's who he is. Like, why you have to make a new?" And it's it, Marvel's like, "Look, our heroes come from everywhere. Yep, it's it's a, it's a global community, and um, we need to reflect that." But anyway, um, so in, in this film, Miles Morales is you know he lives in a world where Peter Parker is still uh, still Spider-Man. And we meet him. Chris Pine, actually, for voices. Yep. Peter Parker. In um, his timeline, yeah. hmm And, uh... But before we get into Spider-Man and Peter Parker and all that stuff, talk about Miles Morales. He's, he's this very smart young man who is... He is almost... He's like every kid. hmm He's every teenager. Um wants to be cool with his friends. He's, he's, yep. He has a lot of friends. He wants to meet mm-hmm. girls. He's... Embarrassed you know. by his dad, you know, giving him a ride in the cop yeah. car. Say, I love you. Say, I love you. Yep. That's a copy. You know. Yep. And, we, again, you know, that's something that's that's a touch point that almost everyone, mm-hmm. like, I've been there. Yep. I feel your pain, bro. Yep. Oh Starting gosh. a new school. Starting a new school. You know, yep. he's he got into this gifted school. And uh, so he's trying to fit in here. Mm-hmm. So all these pressures of growing up and finding your way, finding your path. On top of, you know, you know, navigating that relationship with your parents who expect things of you, mm-hmm. and you have this, and we meet his uncle, Uncle Aaron, who mm-hmm. we come to find out was actually a, a bad guy. Yep. Um. He's like this mentor of him, like this guy, like this older brother he never had, and um, yep. and his dad uh, does try...
0: well connects parallels with him and his uncle as far as you know, hey his. Your uncle was, you know, very smart and gifted, just like you. He just, you know, he decided to go down a different path with Mm -hmm. his gifts. Uh, Never truly, you know, exposing. And Granted, his dad probably didn't know that he was, you know, this almost supervillain in a hyped-up suit Mm -hmm. that he probably created himself. But, you know, I agree, yeah, he's he's like the older brother Miles never had, and he has that connection
1: with him. And, you know, it's almost like... It pretty much parallels Peter Parker's journey where he he gets accidentally bit by another radioactive spider. Mm-hmm. And his powers more or less mirror Peter Parker's with the exception of... The, the Venom spider, Strike. The Venom Strike. Mm-hmm. And he can become invisible. Yep. And um, at least temporarily. So that's kind of... That's a neat little addition that's, that's a new... You know, way to tell a story, new way to navigate problems and, and get through a plot. That's that's we haven't seen with Spider-Man before. And uh, when you, when you first watched this film, and what was your first big takeaway? Um,
0: well, I going into it, I didn't know what to expect because, uh, like you said, I had seen a poster for it and I was like, "Oh, Spider-Man, yeah, they just came out with one. I think it was, you know, Tom Holland or
1: mm-hmm. something like, you
0: yeah, know, the first right. one." Um, and you're like, "Oh, okay, cool." It wasn't until, uh, it was after, what is it, the uh, the Academy Awards that I saw that it won yes, Best Animated Feature. And I was like, what? Like, what is this? I got to see this. And uh, my son loves Spider-Man, so we, we sat down, flipped it on, and it is his favorite movie. And it, it is, I think it was absolutely great. I was blown away. And I think one of the biggest things um, that helped the movie was the uh, the musical score in it. Yeah. I, I thought... 100% um, just really added to the movie
1: yeah I, I would say the same thing like um, my daughter and I we, we, were, we were talking through the film like you know we were being very rude we didn't have our movie theater <laughs> etiquette um, hats on but um, but there's so many parts that were on display in this film that um, to include the soundtrack mm-hmm. and um, and also to include you know just obviously the animation yeah the, the, the visuals oh like i um i I read about this film a little bit more, and no less than three directors came together to make this happen, and there was just so much going on mm-hmm. and um like you freeze any any moment in this film as like a comic book panel mm-hmm. and uh it's it just there it was just so much extra thought, so much extra care and like you can see how much work went into this film, and none of it ever felt gratuitous mm-hmm. or or Oversaturated or out of place. It felt like it all complemented mm-hmm. the environment they're trying to produce. And, you know, one is this allure, like we're watching a live, like we're like looking down top view of a comic book mm-hmm. moving in real time. Yep. And then that coupled with these different universes kind of mm-hmm. bursting out of this collider that Kingpin has, has made.
0: Yep. And each with their own styles of animation too to <laughs> suit the difference. Exactly. Like, it was great. It,
1: and it, it was consistent in that mm-hmm. way. And um, so we walked out of that theater, and my daughter was like, that was probably the best looking thing I've ever seen. And my daughter, she's she's still young, but even when we saw she would younger, and um, she's a little bit like me. Like She has an eye for stuff that's, mm-hmm. you know, effective and powerful. Like, that was really good. Yep. And, uh, and on top of that, not only is... is it's not just the surface level with the animation. It's, like, mm-hmm. everything else that came with it. Yep. The characters and the story, the mm-hmm. humor. Um, yep. I would even argue that the villain's, Kingpin's um, motivation were justified because he just mm-hmm. wanted his family back. Yep. And, even though it wouldn't be the version of his family that he knew, mm-hmm. um, he didn't care. Yep. You know? And so it was kind of nice. It wasn't the same old tired tread of, of a sky beam with aliens coming down. Yep. Or a guy with artifacts Mm -hmm. gonna blow up the world or universe. It's like, it was fresh,
0: Mm -hmm.
1: and I think it hit all the right notes, like across across the spectrum. It was just everything about it, like I don't have a flaw. I couldn't find a flaw in this film. Like they, and even even
0: Nicholas Cage voiced an actor. And you know, (laughs) when I first heard that, I was like, oh, if he's in this, like that that character. But I think. That was the right choice to to play that kind of kooky, mm-hmm. you know, Spider Man noir. Yeah, and and just the way the way he came across that, I was like, wow, like that that works. It works very well.
1: And, and I also think that the the different iterations they used for the Spider Man character, you know, they have Miles in mm-hmm. the main storyline, and then Peter B. Parker, yep, who. Was basically like the doppelganger of the real Peter Parker, but he had like he had divorced Mary Jane, he yep. put on some dad weight, he yep. he had all these other flaws, and then you had all these other and the film noir, the 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 pig by John yep. Mulaney voices mm-hmm. voiced him. You had uh, Gwen Stacy, mm-hmm. you had uh, and you had the um the anime version. Yep, I mean it was so you had lots of different representation mm-hmm. of different universes that exist and. Yeah, you know, I'm sure, and they're going to make a sequel. I read that it'd be interesting to, to see Miles go into their universe yeah, and see absolutely how those worlds look. And um, it was a, a pretty simple story, um, simple and effective. Like simple, mm-hmm. not like simple, like rudimentary and, and derivative, but like yep. simple, like let's get together. Let's. let's there's no uh, extra excess. Uh, yick and yak between the other Spider-Mans. They're like, yep. we're, all, we're all the same, in theory, same person, mm-hmm. same characters. Let's all work together. And, and uh, Doc Ock is yep. now a woman. Yep. And uh, okay, Lily Tomlin played her I'm not sure. She was great. Everything about mm-hmm. this film was really good. And, and, and like the, the uh, progression with Prowler, who mm-hmm. was Uncle Aaron. Yep. And you know, I well, I liked um, his aesthetic. His his costume's great. Yep. He's like a, he kind of looked like a purple spawn. Remember? K- spawn? Mm-hmm. Yep. Kind of had that little. That's that's who he reminded me of. But he also always had like the soundtrack. Yep. Around him when he. When yep. He, those up. those same notes would hit. Brrr. Yep. And, yeah, it was like that's yeah. So he, he announced his arrival and everything. And, yep. Uh, yeah, he was fun to watch as as like a bad guy, and then I was you know one of those scenes when they finally kind of converge and he identifies Miles as the Spider-Man mm-hmm. who who was running away with the yep. little the flash the shot, goober the goober and uh he's like oh my god you're you're Miles and or whatever he says and he recognizes his voice Uncle Aaron and and uh Kingpin shoots him of course but it's just you know it, everything was just well earned mm-hmm. everything kind of just followed the right beats um but I don't feel like it played it safe, either, because it wasn't a, sh- a story we've always seen before.
0: Yeah, th- there were definitely elements of, uh, you know, going through the trials and tribulations and getting the new powers. But even before then, um, you know, with Chris Pine as the you know Spider-Man A, uh, and his death, you know that you don't often see deaths in the the MCU animated stuff, um, and I think this one was super effective. Because, you know, it starts out with, okay, it's the normal, you know, smart-alecky Spider-Man doing his thing, you know, saving Mm -hmm. the day. And then all of a sudden it's like Kingpin just crushes him and kills him. And now Miles is running away and, you know, of course, you know, that's at the time he has his powers and stuff. He just got him. Um, And then so he witnesses that death and, you know, Miles is a huge Spider-Man fan which his dad is not, you know, yeah. I, I like that aspect too, where, he's, you know, his dad being the cop, it's like, Hey, he's a vigilante wearing a mask. He's not mm-hmm. a good dude. And Miles finds out that actually, no kidding. Like he is a great dude and now I'm him. So he's got to hide that. And then going through the whole battle where you said before, you know, where he's running away with the goober and his uncle, you know, that to me, that was the second uncle Ben moment where, you know, yeah. his his uncle gets shot and killed and he tries to save him and he can't. And his uncle tells him, you know, gives him his, those words of, you know, you're the best of all of us. Mm -hmm. Um, and you know, he, uh, you know, he runs off and goes back to his room and, you know, the other spider guys show up there and, you know, and that's where the, you know, Peter Parker B is like, Hey man, like I I understand, I appreciate it, but stay here. Like you're going to get hurt. We got this.
1: Yeah. And, and, um, going back to the uncle thing you know there was this moment that was really tender and you know when you're when you're dealing with death and loss and um, trying to find an emotional connection and emotional uh, response to what you're dealing with you know the big the big thing for spider-man is because his uncle died mm-hmm. like he felt responsible for that mm-hmm. and you know and then you, you talks to the other, the other crop of spiderman People, mm-hmm. and like, yeah, we've all lost somebody. Yep. It's like in, in the spider ham or whatever mm-hmm. his character's name was, is like the, the harsh part about this job is that you can't save everybody. Mm-hmm. And, um, but basically just be the best you can be. Yep. Because you have this responsibility. Mm-hmm. And that's a good through line because it's like, you know, sometimes, like you said in the last episodes, loss is inevitable. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's it's almost needed. Mm-hmm. And, um, we at the character can't progress we cannot progress with the character because until this happens because this is part of their journey Mm -hmm. the hero's journey they have to have conflict they have to you know find validation they have to circumnavigate Mm -hmm. this 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 puzzle that they're thrown into and um this movie did it very very smartly yes Um, yes it did (laughs) i like the you know they keep uh, reintroducing, when the new characters would show up, they keep yep. reintroducing, but, like, yep. their comic books would fly off on the screen. Yep. Like, this is our story. This is yep. And then they finally get the last one, which is Miles'. And now mm-hmm. he's in this new suit at the end. After that scene that you're talking about, mm-hmm. like, you need to stay here, kid. Yep. And, um, you know, because he was still very much a novice with his powers. Mm-hmm. He didn't know how to really just... Hit the switch. Yeah,
0: he's a teenager going through, you know, bodies already changing. Mm-hmm. Now add this on top of it.
1: Yeah. Like, the kid was thrown a, you know, a huge wrench in the chains. And uh...
0: But that was probably one of my favorite, you know, the whole come to Jesus moment when he realizes that and he goes, you know, to Aunt May to get the suit, mm-hmm. makes it his own, and then his little, you know, it's it's a leap of faith. And that, that whole, the music, the, the animation with that was beautiful when he just, you know decides, like, I am Spider-Man, I have to go help, I have a responsibility. And he just, you know, runs off after him. I thought that was beautifully shot.
1: And, I mean, it's good, like, it's it's a little bit about identity, too. It's, mm-hmm. like, it's, it's, but not identity, the identity of being uh, being Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Like, I am the Spider-Man now. Like, mm-hmm. that's, that's one part of it. The other part of it is, is finding yourself. Yep. And I think that's, like, the big through point is, is you know, Anyone can be Spider-Man.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Every everyone everyone can be Spider-Man. Everyone can do the right thing. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't need powers. You don't need all this other stuff to know what's right, and what's wrong, and yep. to act on those things. And it was just this, just the great, you know, Miles's growth was. We like we knew. I want to say I feel like I knew what was going to happen. Mm-hmm. If, if any flaw, if I could really nitpick, if you asked me to. Okay, it's a little predictable. Yeah, sure, but it kind of has to be. Mm-hmm. This story does it, it doesn't need to to give me twist endings and, and yeah. all this. You know. It's an or
0: it's a new origin story.
1: It's all right, and mm-hmm. we want them. To, you know, second act they get the conflict, third act is resolution. Mm-hmm. We know, we see the writings on the wall, but mm-hmm. every little thing, every little uh, Chekhov's gun they introduce, they 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 tie it up nicely. The the, the hand on the shoulder, hey. Yep. And or the leap of faith, yep. even, um, you know, and even his dad, Miles' dad, like knowing and recognizing that you know Spider Man is Spider Man, the character isn't mm-hmm. such a bad dude. Yeah. So, and then even even with the stickers, he's yep. tagging everything, and he's and um, you know, because you think about what the character of Miles is as far as like what what identifies him as Miles. He has his hip hop music, he has his mm-hmm. art, he has gr- the graffiti that yep. he makes. That's that's who he is. Mm-hmm. And um they're able to mold all of that into this new Spider Man identity. It, he's he's a black character. Yeah he's always mixed. But you know yeah. by comparison to Peter Parker traditionally mm-hmm. he's, he's a black character. He's got a black suits. He's not mm-hmm. Venom. Yeah. He's not sinister he's, he still looks pretty friendly. He's got the, the tagged Spider-Man logo mm-hmm. on his chest. and yep. it's, it's it's very, um, you know, contemporary.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, Spider-Man's been around for, what, 50, 60, 70 years, probably. Yeah, yeah, long you time. Know, and, um, you know, if they were to make a new iteration of Spider-Man, this would be it. Absolutely, like. yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, it's, um, unless, cause, unless you have Spider-Man in rural Montana, which you probably don't, because <laughs> what's he going to do... From haystack to haystack and mountain mm-hmm. to mountain, I mean, I guess, but yep. you know, in a world I don't think Spider Man could really exist in a world outside of a, a New York mm-hmm. or some sort of sprawling metropolis where there's stuff for him to Yeah swing to yeah. to and from. Um, so we talked about a lot of the like, great things that that we saw that were really like unique to this film. What was like what was like the biggest thing that stood out to you? the most you, is the music you mentioned that a little bit
0: i i'd say the music and the uh just the animation from uh each of the realities i think um it it's so colorful if you look at other like animated um films about spider-man or just even the spider-man movies uh tends thing to ted things tend to be like a little bit darker the colors aren't as vibrant everywhere and this movie um, I think really captured that, you know, captured the lights, the different colors. It was, you know, him tagging with his uncle down in, you know, the sewers. Mm-hmm. Like everything is just so colorful. And they have that style of animation for this main storyline. But then each of the ones that come in just kind of flawlessly integrates their own style. You know, you have the, the Japanese animation style of, uh, of you know, characters. Um, you have a similar, you know, Spider Man timeline with Gwen Stacy. Uh, but then you have the cartoon one, you have the Spider-Man noir, like you have all these, you know, different aspects. Um, I just think the the way that they tied it together and, you know, like you mentioned with, uh, you know, with Uncle Aaron, when, you know, he would show up as the Prowler, like that music score, just, you know, right place, right time mm-hmm. and right vibe, I think, to get off of it. Because I'm not going to lie, the first time I heard, you know, Miles go off and take the leap of faith that, you know, uh, what's up danger, like even them... Slowly, you know, inputting you know lines of the uh, of the song into it at specific points, and slowly raising the volume, getting it there, and then he takes that jump, and it's like a culminating point, not just in the movie visually, but also you know for your auditory senses as well. You're like, oh shit! You hear that bass hit, you hear mm-hmm. him go down, you're hearing the glass you know coming with him that came off the building when he jumps, like all of it.
1: Like, there's not really one part that that really. Swallows up another part. I feel mm-hmm. each part, uh, you know, between the animation, the score, the the titles, mm-hmm. the even the, the dialogue and the humor, they're all very are woven in well. They're, they're very complementary, mm-hmm. and I and I and I think and they balance it very well. Because sometimes, because you know, um, there's there's these scenes where they're they are appropriate and they're needed, mm-hmm. and, t- and sometimes some scenes that. They're not needed, like, you know, the, the quiet scenes in the very beginning when his dad's driving him to school. Mm-hmm. It's just a moment between the father and his son. Mm-hmm. And it's mostly his dad just, like, kid him about a new coffee shop that everyone's lined up about. And yeah. And his son's like, yeah, whatever. Like, you mm-hmm. know, it just it's it's a very simple scene. It's a very relatable scene because we've, you know, yep. either you have kids that are about that age and they're like, whatever, dad. Or mm-hmm. or you were that kid, like, whatever, dad, to your dad. and Yep and um, doesn't need to have all this extra flair to complement it it's just subtle mm-hmm. and quiet and then but you get you get that really one of my favorite scenes in the whole film is that scene in um, Aunt May's house when the, when the other villains mm-hmm. come converging yep. And, yep. and they're all fighting in the room she's like take this outside she wax the guy and mm-hmm. he flies out and, like how fun it's just a yeah. fun movie it is yep I like I I watched it the one time in the movie theater, that was so good. Like, and I was so so good. I didn't want to go back to it because mm-hmm. I didn't want to tarnish my memory mm-hmm. by watching it again and maybe finding a flaw and finding mm-hmm. something that didn't that annoyed me about it or whatever. I watched it again recently, and I left with the same mm-hmm. inspired feelings. Seemed like this is they need to make more movies, movies like this. This is, yeah, absolutely. You know, I don't mean like more into the Spider Verse movies, but movies that. Where everything kind of hits right when it needs mm-hmm. to and backs off when it needs to. Yep. Um, like the dialogue was really funny. Um, um it, there's so much to work with when there's a, a teenage boy. Yep. Like there's just like you said, there's mm-hmm. growing pains and there's and there's relationship things and there's school problems and there's yep. oh by the way, motherfucker, you're a superhero too. Yep. Deal with that shit. Mm-hmm. And that's hard. Mm-hmm. But there's so much there to like. You know, because we sometimes sometimes we combat our our, our hard feelings with humor, mm-hmm. and I think Miles approaches those situations with humor very well, mm-hmm. and that's just a trait of Peter Parker. Mm-hmm. As a and that's really a trait of Spider Man.
0: Yep. Oh, even if you look back to, did you ever watch Batman Beyond? Those things oh, like yes. around that time frame. Yes, 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 yes. So even around that time frame, um, well, I think it was like late. Mid to late '90s, something like that. Um, even the stuff they were putting out then, like that's just been a staple for for Spider-Man. Like, you know, that that's why you know one of the reasons that you know Spider-Man and Deadpool are friends, like, they're mm-hmm. both smartasses. Right. You know, uh, it's just one of those things that you know, it, it, not necessarily just Peter Parker, but the Spider-Man persona, mm-hmm. you know, is always that you know, like the Flash, the constant, you know, the constantly optimistic. You know, that's just, that's the way they, they deal with problems. They, you know, don't necessarily expertly show stress. They show, okay, the way I'm going to deal with this bad situation is I'm going to throw some humor into it. And also, too, you know, it usually pisses off the bad guys when they're fighting and when they're being taunted.
1: Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. we got to talk about, real quick, we got to talk about how they drew the kingpin. Mm-hmm. He was, like, this little round head. Yep. In this giant hulking frame that, like, Goes over his head. It's Mm -hmm. like this big box, and it's just—it's almost like because the rest of the of the animation in that timeline in that universe was pretty. Everyone was pretty drawn Mm -hmm. normally, if you will. But the Kingpin just looks. The one thing I thought thought was really funny is he's like, why does he look like this? and uh i don't really have an answer for her. i don't have an answer now i saw those was weird things decided that's like an identification we know he's the bad guy because yeah. he looks so funny and but doc ock or her version mm-hmm. she's normal looking yep. until she has her tentacles yeah
0: she'll t- fly out t- she makes that little comment like oh i can't wait to see your body like you know the the atoms of your body, you know, spread apart, and he's like, "What?" And then all of a sudden, the goggles
1: come down, the arms come out, and you're like, "Oh shit!" Yeah, yeah, that was good. I uh um I like, like the little bonding scene he has with Peter B. Peter B. Parker when they're finally learning how to well, he's finally learning how to swing. Like, oh yeah, yeah. Release, yep. go, and up, tap, and release, and yep. go, and and so like it's in a way, it's like a long the Long game montage where he gradually learns to maneuver his invis- invinci- invisibility, and his wall walking, and yep. his swinging, and you know, I like how they all have their different versions of Spider Sense, mm-hmm. but they all kind of flare up at the same time at certain yep. scenes because I well, thought that was kind of neat. Like, I because he's got some interesting powers, Spider Man does, and and um, it's kind of cool that everyone kind of responds the same, but he do things a little bit differently, yep, and uh. I like the uh, the animation girls, um, um, the little spider that yep. lives inside the big. Yeah. Like I thought that was just a neat. What a neat way to you know. I, again, I'm not. I'm ignorant to anime. Like yeah. I really just don't know much about it. And I and I'm sure you can go into the weeds for hours about. Oh the yeah, subject. I could. But like that seems like something. How do I say this without sounding like an asshole? That seems very Japan, to have this giant <laughs> robot spider. There's a little cute little girl mm-hmm. she always eating those little snacks. Yep. And she's just, that's just, that's Spider Man. Mm-hmm. Spider, whatever it was, Spider Girl. Yep. I don't know, Spider Robot. Mm. I don't know. It was just fun.
0: It was, it was absolutely. Fun. And, it, you know, even the, you know, the noir Spider Man, you know, like you got, you know, you have like Gwen, Miles, Peter, they're all very, like, eloquent in what they're doing. Lots of flips and all that stuff, you mm-hmm. know, sweeping kicks. Um, you know, the, the anime spider girl is, you know, robot punches and all that. The little, you know, spider pig is a little bit more cartoony. And then you just got him who, you know, as he says, you know, I like punching Nazis and like, that's just kind of how he fights. Like even his style of fighting as Spider-Man is just
1: like, like gritty, gritty. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. Um, yeah. Like, uh, what's that one? What's that one line uh, again this movie is full of the little full circle little points like I was talking earlier about the the shoulder thing and everything it was um, don't like w- don't watch the hands Watch oh, wait what do he say something something I'll put off the edit, edit. Some, something like yeah don't watch the hands watch the feet or something or like something. that yeah, yeah something
0: like that when he trips him and takes the mm-hmm. goober
1: yeah and even like a relatable joke about which way do you stick the the thing in, yeah. the USB yep. or whatever
0: it was, yep. and even like corny stuff. Like, uh, Nick Cage first introduced me, he's like, Is is the wind blowing? Like, how's the wind blowing down here? We're in a he's basement, like, yeah. We're in a basement, and he's like, Wherever
1: I go, the wind follows. <laughs> so, so funny. <laughs> oh. well, I mean, I don't know. It's like, there's not much to discuss here. Like, I, you like this movie? Yeah, I like this movie. I can't wait for the next one, yeah. Um, <clears throat> How many times have you seen this film? On my own or with
0: my son? Cause just, just uh,
1: one viewing, just, just, on, just a viewing period, with or without. Oh God, I've watched this movie probably like twenty or thirty times.
0: Really easy, yeah. I, like I said, this is my son. Like when he saw this, because um, he saw like the you know the Avengers version, you know the Tom Holland version of Spider Man, which he, he likes because he liked the character Spider Man. Mm-hmm. But my son actually, which is crazy, he's seven years old he seems to relate more to the Miles Morales Spider-Man. Oh. like Which was one of the cutest things ever. My wife and I were sitting outside having a fire, and my son asked, he was using my phone, and next thing I know, I hear singing. And I'm like, what the hell? And that, that song he sings to calm down, the one with, um, at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, my son's sitting there like singing along to that, watching the music video. And I'm like, what like he he loves it he loves the music he loves the action like he for him he it seems that like that's gonna be his spider-man growing up is miles morales he always you know he says all the time like i want to i want to be like miles morales i want to be spider-man like him um and uh so yeah i've seen it a bunch of times but plus i just think it's a good movie i i really do uh and i've probably seen i mean i'm i'm a slave for watching movies that i like over and over and over again
1: As am I? Yeah,
0: but but this one is one where like like you said like I turn it on, and I still when I'm done watching it, even you know even today if I were to go home and watch it, um, I'm still gonna be like, damn, this was a good movie. Like this was good.
1: Yeah. Well, I I asked that question because when I rewatched it again, there was so much more I picked up the second time. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, and sometimes it's like sensory overload. There's so much happening on the screen. Um, but I feel also like most of the time they show you what you need to see. Mm-hmm. There are little fun things to catch here and there that uh, you don't see maybe upon the, f- the first viewing or mm-hmm. what if you're not looking for it. Um, but that was an interesting point you just said about your son. You know, like he, this is his Spider-Man. This is this is his. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and and that's good because like in a way like this could be my daughter's Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Um, she's seen the Avengers films too and she mm-hmm. thinks Tom Holland's great he's, yeah. a, he's, a, he's a pretty good Spider-Man he is um, but even when I was like their age my uh, daughter's 10 uh, when I was but I was still like elementary school middle school mm-hmm. like I had the cartoon there weren't yep. the movies out yet yep you know and so in a way that was my Spider-Man that was that was contemporary with like the that old X-Men cartoon show yep oh okay. and, yeah, and, uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> we'll get there yeah um, <laughs> And the old Batman animated series. So yep. that's that's oh, yeah. what I grew up with. Mm-hmm. And it's weird, like that's you know, when I think about Spider-Man now, I don't really think about that cartoon too much. Mm-hmm. But like when I was really coming to my own, like the spider Toby Maguire movies were coming out. Yeah, yeah, and that's, you know, that's what Spider-Man. You know, and so the weird, in a weird way, you kind of get this fixed idea of what Spider-Man should, mm-hmm. should what whoever yep. should be. And then I think sometimes it's kind of fun to see this other version, where it's like your your version that you grew up with or that Mm -hmm. you really like is still there. Yep. No one's taking it away from you, but it's you know sometimes a a new version is fun, it's exciting, it's Mm -hmm. challenging, and yep. And uh, has your son seen the older older Spider Mans?
0: Um. Yeah we've we've watched the uh, the Tobey Maguire ones. and, I mean, he can identify, like, the characters. Like, oh, sure. Doc Ock, uh, Sandman. Um, but as far as, like, you know, something that, like, he relates to and he... Like, he... I give him the option. Like, he's like, I want to watch Spider-Man. I'm like, all right, which one do you want to watch? He's like, Miles Morales. <laughs> like, okay, cool, let's watch fair, it. Fair enough. Um, but you actually bring up a good point of uh, how, you know, the, the changing... Like, we all have... From, you know, how we grew up, where we grew up, the time frame, we all have these preconceived notions of, like, this is what this character looks like to me. This is what I remember. This is what I came up with. Um, And I think uh, Marvel has done a really good job of, over the years, trying to expand upon, you know, like, okay, okay, now Thor's a woman. Awesome. Okay, right, 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 right. Um, and being able to kind of switch the mantle to also change with the times that are occurring. Um, DC's kind of done it with uh, with Green Lantern. I mean, there's been mm-hmm. shit like a dozen Green Lanterns, which yeah. is great. Um, and each of them have some compelling storylines and stuff and can even go together. But I think as far as when you're talking about like main characters, I think Marvel's done a pretty good job of you know changing with the times and really you know okay here you know this is what it used to be and that's good we're not you know taking away anything from previous iterations of of spider-man we are now hey we're more diverse we're more inclusive we have uh you know slightly different culture than we did 20 years ago you know and i'm sure somebody sat there and was like well why can't it be a mixed race kid like why not you know and and it just kind of works out, and I think that's resonating more. Like, I can't tell you this, last year for Halloween, how many, you know, Miles Morales version Spider-Mans I saw.
1: That's pretty cool.
0: Uh, and I actually, hell, I dressed up with my son. I was the uh, I was <laughs> nice. the Peter B. Parker, you know, a little bit of a gut, yeah. sweatpants. Um, <laughs> you awesome. know, I did that, and, and he thought it was the coolest thing in the world. I was like, all right, cool. Like, And he said it. he that's wants nice. to do that again this year. I was like, all right, can reuse my same
1: costume from last year. <laughs> I'm good go. with it. But, it. <laughs> But, like, for him, like, that's what he knows. Sure. You know? And, like, it's – and I think that's kind of half the fun because I, I remember, like, when I was growing up, you know, I had a certain – oh, what, what's a good example? Oh,
0: for, go with Superman.
1: Superman. You know, Christopher Reeves was Superman. So, well, it, well what, what my point is, like, you be – it, be it Superman or Spider-Man or X-Men or Batman or – insert character it doesn't have to be a superhero it could be whoever it was yep. ninja turtles maybe mm-hmm. um you know you grow up you you latch onto the version that was as contemporary with you because that's mm-hmm. what's coming out that's what's fresh that's what's new and then it's so much more fun i feel when you still have that and then you, you can go do some homework mm-hmm. and some digging and see what what led to the to your version yep you know like case in point there was you know, Spider-Man TV shows from the seventies. Yeah, live action. Yep, they weren't. Yeah, same with the Captain America one too. I mean, yeah. they, they, but they were there. Yep, they and happened. Incredible Hulk. Incredible Hulk. Mm-hmm. A little bit better. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, but it's like it's good because then we have we have this way to respect the culture, respect the history of these mm-hmm. characters, comics, live action, cartoons, yep. whatever, and and then and then you know and then our future versions. You know, mm-hmm. we see what we've done and then it allows, plus tied into the, tied into the culture that is evolving, that's mm-hmm. our own culture in America at least, you know, now we have these new avenues where we can make a Miles Morales of Spider-Man mm-hmm. or we can make a, a woman Thor or or whatever, you know, and mm-hmm. so it's kind of fun just to see like the, the progression, the evolution of Spider-Man because it wasn't always Miles Morales. Mm-hmm. It wasn't always whatever, and that's okay. Mm-hmm. It, it is now, and this is this is yours that you can can identify with. Yep. He listens to who's on the soundtrack. There's like a whole
0: bunch of oh, guys. Oh, hold on. Um, hit hold on. His favorite one. I got it. I had to download it for him because. Oh, he went in on this movie. Oh, he he loves it. Oh, sunflower, post Malone. Okay.
1: Yeah, that, that's playing over the credits. Yep. Yeah. That, this is this is the one he sings to. He absolutely loves it. That's cool. That's cool. Like that's. So this Spider-Man will have that identity of of, you know, still an urban kid. Mm-hmm. You know, I think I think Pierre Parker was from. I think they're all from Brooklyn. He was uh
0: Queens. Queens, Queens. You're right. Because that one line in the movie, "Hey Queens, heads up."
1: That's right. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so you have. Um, this, this identification, that that signature to this version of this mm-hmm. character, that's you know, no other previous Spider Mans were into tagging and, and artwork. Yeah, because Peter Parker's always been the journalist or the mm-hmm. photographer. Yeah, for yep. the Daily Bugle, mm-hmm. you know, or he's the science nerd. Yep, he's still a science nerd here. Yep, but you know, his he's more of an artist. Yep, in in a different way.
0: Yeah. So, well, I I agree, and um, I think it is. It's it's exciting to see where they're going with mm-hmm. this stuff. Um, but I just think it's so much more and I think one of the reasons uh this was so gratifying, along with uh Flashpoint 2, was um they did it well. Mm-hmm. That was the other thing. Um because they can pump out the animated movies, you know, much cheaper, much quicker. Sure. Um and there are, you know, there's a, there's a crap ton of Marvel uh animated movies out there that are, you know, lukewarm at best. Um, with the story the characters the animation but this one like they they no kidding like took the time with the story the script you know animating it tying everything together uh, the music um, everything just and, and it and I think that's part of the reason of his success is it was done so well so I think that's even more exciting like I'm not gonna lie I would love for the live action flashpoint to to nail it like the movie did that would be amazing to see live action I'm um, moving forward to yeah but uh, I, think, I think that's one of the good things that, like, DC and Marvel are kind of using is I think in the past, like, 10 years, they've kind of come more to the realization of, like, the comics have been doing this, you know, for decades. They have been doing this. They've been doing it well. Multiple story arcs, multiple character, ch- you know, story changes and all that stuff. Uh, they've been doing it. They have, you know, gone down an avenue and been like, oh, well, that, that didn't get a good review. That sucked. Well, guess what? That, you know, that arc's gone. Mm-hmm. Um And they're constantly like rebooting, you know, these characters and stuff, and uh, with different stories, different abilities, different, you know, people playing these uh, superheroes. And I think um, like DC and Marvel are starting to realize that, like, you know, you don't necessarily have to go straight with what's canon. You potentially like go down this route of, you know, okay, let's let's ditch Peter Parker, still a part of the story, but ditch him, and we got a new main character now that we're setting up. Uh, for you know potentially a second movie, it sounds like, which is great, um, and I, I just think that's that's another exciting point too with these movies is you know the the live actions are starting to pull from you know the, the stuff that's been being already been done in the comics, already been done in animated films, and in you know these two cases done very well, um, and they're you know trying to follow suit. So it'd be awesome if they could hit
1: it, but. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah, they're not all winners. They're not all winners. <laughs> cool, let's talk Let's talk ratings. Um, do you already know what you're going to oh, get? Oh, yeah, this, this is an A+. plus. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, I mean, come on, I've seen it like 30 times. Yeah. I, I want to echo this sentiment. And, you know, this is a flawless victory I've given the Spider-Man and the Spider-Verse. Not lightly, because, like I said, I watched it the one time, and then I, I put it away. And I was, because, because it was so good, I, you know let me not ruin its, its pedestal I created for itself uh, I created for it and um, nope I watched it again but it's still as kick ass as it was the first mm-hmm. time it's just it's perfect mm-hmm. it's like um, I haven't bought it yet I'm, I'm going to buy it though I, I should buy it it's, it's <laughs> worth buying it's, it's yeah. and owning and, and cherishing and rewatching it's, it's got great rewatchability great characters the soundtrack is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. The visuals are mind-blowing. Yep. I think, you know, it won the Oscar for Best like Animated Feature. Yep. Um, One of the few in the last couple of years that wasn't Disney. Correct. Um, yes. And, you know, and I forget all what else was in contention that year, but I felt like it could have been nominated for a little bit more. I, felt, I do, too. I felt that, uh, you know, sometimes I think the animated films kind of get, like, the, mm-hmm. the nudge because yeah. they're not coffee table dogs and art movies you know and mm-hmm. those are fine in their own way but I mean animation films like you know I mean hell I think I can't tell you how many animated films have been nominated for best picture um, I'm not trying to turn this into an Oscar talk yeah. but you know it—but it, it's not really about Oscar it's about recognizing great film mm-hmm. great cinema and this is a great cinema yep. like, I think the first animated film was Beauty and the Beast that got the nod but To date, nothing's won this picture. I think it's it's just again a a telling of the time we're in. Mm -hmm. We're still like conservative in in regarding of how we view films. Conservative, Mm -hmm. like this is it's got to be an epic movie. It's got to be this big drama. It's got to win all the 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 big stuff. Animation, well, you know.
0: Yeah, and and the other thing that that drew me to it was uh, the fact that it wasn't you know DreamWorks. You know, picks. It wasn't. It wasn't a. You know, one of those.
1: It wasn't usual suspects Yeah.
0: It it was not. Uh, like you said. You know, normally it's a, a Disney film that's in there or something like that. Mm-hmm. and This was that that lone wolf. You know. Yep. That was that was there and just had all the right elements. Yeah. It was a perfect storm. Yeah. For sure.
1: Absolutely. Awesome. Uh, I'll wrap it up here. You have anything you want to add? No, man. Thanks for having me over. It was awesome. Hell yeah. Thanks for being here and thanks for talking two great films with me this is a good times. Mm-hmm. alright well um Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse go see it go buy it go rewatch it again tell your friends tell your family tell everybody alright guys this is John thanks again for Drew for stopping by thank you and we'll see you next time guys that's a lot hell yeah thanks so much to Drew for stopping in Again, if you like what you heard, give us a rating and subscribe to Blood, Sweat, and Popcorn wherever you hear podcasts. And reminder please go check us out on social media at BSP Film Podcast on Instagram and Twitter. Next week, we're going to walk back a few decades and explore a horror classic. It is a great chat that you don't want to miss. Thanks again for stopping by, and until next time, take care, guys.